If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Story time. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improved jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I have been a park ranger in Jasper National Park for over 10 years now and every day I am in awe of its beauty. The rolling hills, dense forests, and crystal clear lakes paint a picture of serenity and peace. But, beneath the calm exterior lies a dark and mysterious world, unknown to most. One day, while on patrol, I stumbled upon a lifeless body of one of my colleagues. He was a seasoned ranger, much like myself, and it was unimaginable to see him in such a state. The cause of his death was unknown, but there were signs of struggle and deep gashes on his body. I knew it was my duty to find out what happened to my friend and uncover the truth. 
I started my investigation and spoke to the other rangers, but no one had seen or heard anything out of the ordinary. The more I dug, the more I realized that there was a creature in the park that was responsible for the death of my friend. An unknown bipedal predator, described by some as a monster, had been spotted in the park and it was evident that it had attacked my friend. I felt a deep sense of responsibility to keep the park goers and my fellow rangers safe, and I knew that I had to find this creature. I remembered hearing about an abandoned cave deep in the park, and I had a feeling that it held the answers I was looking for. I set out on a journey to the cave, and as I entered, I felt a chill run down my spine. The air was musty and damp, and there was a feeling of unease that I couldn't shake. As I ventured deeper into the cave, I stumbled upon something that made my heart drop. There, in the depths of the cave, was a ghost from the past. It was the spirit of a Native American warrior who had died in the cave many years ago. He had a story to tell, and he needed my help to rest in peace. He told me that the creature I was searching for was a manifestation of his anger and hatred. He had died in the cave, betrayed by someone he trusted and his spirit had been unable to find peace. I realized then that the creature was not just a physical threat, but a spiritual one as well. I needed to find a way to stop it and lay the warrior's spirit to rest. I gathered some courage and confronted the creature, and after a long and intense battle, I was finally able to defeat it. I returned to the cave, and the spirit of the Native American warrior appeared before me, grateful for my help. He finally found peace and was able to move on to the afterlife. I emerged from the cave, battered and exhausted, but with a sense of accomplishment. Jasper National Park may be a place of breathtaking beauty, but it also holds secrets that are best left undisturbed. As a park ranger, it is my duty to protect the park and its visitors, and I will continue to do so, no matter what obstacles may come my way. I was driving alone in a national park, very far from people, on a bright full moon night. Huge clear moon, the kind of moonlight you can read by. The road went straight along the bottom of a wide, flat, mostly barren valley, then banked up and sharply left, onto the ridge. It was about 10 pm, and I drove through the valley on full alert, watching for animals and loving the scenery in the crazy bright moonlight. When I hit the curve and went into that sharp uphill left, I saw something through my side window. White thing. It was rapidly getting larger in my peripheral vision, as though it had been moving parallel to me, but the turn in the road meant I was now in its path. So I turned my head and looked directly. It was white. Man-shaped but without genitals, and naked. A deathly, nauseating white with a greasy shine, completely hairless. It was crawling, on its hands and knees, but it was half the size of the car, and it was coming so very, very fast. It had a rubbery face, distorted by hate or a scream, black eyes that reflected the moonlight. The look on its face, I can't even tell you, I can still make myself feel sick from the memory. I believe that it was intelligent, and that it wanted to tear me apart with its teeth. The speed was horrifying, it went from being a small white spot to spitting distance in the time it took to make that turn. When I unfroze myself and hit the gas, it was on the road, 
and I braced for it to run into my car door. And then it was gone. The rearview mirror showed me nothing. I have never told anybody. I have seen a few minor glitchy slash ghosty things over my many years, but nothing has ever frightened me like that. It was looking at me. And I don't know what it was. I can't seem to find any reference to anything like it, and I would like to know if this thing is known to folklore. If another subreddit would be better to ask, just say. Thanks. Edit, thank you all for the replies so far. I looked into the Skinwalker and Wendigo ideas, and it's a case of almost but not quite. Are Skinwalkers ever seen without skins? Then maybe. Can Wendigos be stocky instead of skinny? Then maybe. I am most intrigued by the Massachusetts story. Also, while I describe it as screaming, that's just the look on its face. I heard nothing. This happened in Newfoundland. Newfoundlanders have no trouble telling ghost stories, and a lot of them believe in fairies, but I've not heard of a creature like this. As for the bear idea, Newfoundland has only black bears, hell I even tried to tell myself it was a badly lost wet polar bear, but when I say the thing was crawling, I mean I could see its legs below the knee. I was very close to it by the end, and it looked like a crawling man. I spent a lot of time in that area, and encouraged storytelling in the bar, but nothing like this ever got mentioned. But as I said, I never told this story either. The degree of fear involved somehow put it in its own category. As if it would be very, very bad luck to speak of it, because it had seen me too. I never thought I believed in them, but I think it was a demon. So hey guys, this is a long story kind of. I've lived at my current house in North Carolina for about 3 years. When I first moved and I had all kinds of weird encounters at night, I would be outside burning off tree limbs and things like that. I always felt like something was watching me. After the first few nights I heard what sounded like someone calling for help very muffled from the woods that surround my house. I shrugged it off. After a few times of that I was walking the tree line and looking for more wood to throw on the fire, keep in mind this was about 1 to 2 am, and I had a 30 to 30 shell thrown at me. I don't own a 30 to 30 so I thought it was very weird. Anyway this goes on for a few months until my ex came in and we brought our kids in the house to live. My ex had chickens and a pig that got out of their enclosure and were killed, she threw the carcasses into the woods, I know. I don't know why she did that either, but after that, all the spooky stuff stopped. No more eerie feelings, no noises. Nothing. Now fast forward to last month. I've since gotten a new girlfriend and she takes our dogs out in the early AM hours before she leaves for work, I leave the house at 4.15 AM so it's probably about 5.30 AM or so when she's out with them. Twice in the last two months she's seen what she described as something large and pale in the wood line, the first time was last month. It saw her and hurried off. This morning as she was walking the dogs our large dog was barking like crazy and she saw this white creature again, she said it moved like it was scuttling, larger than a deer and on all fours but almost like what a human looks like running on all fours. As soon as the dogs got a good look at it they began trying to run back into the house. She and the dogs flew back inside and she got ready to leave for work. 
She didn't see anything else so far but I'm just wondering what's up. What could we do? What does it sound like? All the other encounters I've had I never saw a physical form, only noises and eerie feelings. According to her this thing has moved closer to the house up the wood line. I'm just kinda lost. I doubt shooting at it would help. Any advice or theories would be welcome. This happened in northeastern Oklahoma within the Cherokee Reservation around 2008 in the beginning of fall. Myself and eight other of my friends I went to school with had all met up at a friend's house to hang out for the night around a campfire and listen to music etc. We are all about 15 or 16 years old. My friend had a trail that went maybe over a quarter of a mile into the woods where it led to an open circle in the wooded area. There was a fire pit there with a single tree and another trail that led south from the opening where we would be hanging out for the night. We sat around doing this and that bullshitting into the night and may I remind you we are not partying. No booze no smoke no nothing just 9 of us out in the woods having a good time. It gets around 230 or 3 and things changed. We are all up having a good time and my friend John gets up and heads to the entrance of that south trail at the edge of the cutout to take a piss. I just happened to look up from the fire and turned to look at and up from him in the trail this grey figure stood in front of him about 20 yards away. I asked him quietly if he saw it and he looks up and comes back to the fire with the rest of us. My eyes are locked on this figure standing in the dark. This thing standing about 7 feet tall grey with a static cloudy look to it. Its legs started about where the bottom of one's chest plate would be, long lanky arms which lay down almost to where its knees would be with black hollow eyes with no mouth or nose. All nine of us are staring at this thing and no one can move. Some started to cry some kept their heads down but I kept my eyes right on it. Looking at this thing while it stood there looking right back at us. It moved horizontally to the right into the woods off the south trail slowly moving around. It got to a part in the woods that during the day you could see was about a 7 feet rock wall. When it approached that it hovered over this wall with no struggle at all and then it slowly back off into the depths of the dark woods and faded away. We didn't leave that fire until the sun came up and we got out of there as fast as we could. We didn't talk about that night for years after that. We kept it to ourselves and I only telling it to people who was close to me. 15 plus years later I had asked some of the people who was there if they remembered what happened and what we witnessed and every one of them remember exactly what it looked like and exactly what it did. Nine of us saw something in those woods that night and it saw us as well. That's my story of a real encounter of something I cannot explain other than seeing it with my own eyes and having eight other people with me who saw the same thing. Who knows what it was. I've put this story on other subs but this one seemed to have similar accounts. Thank you. I was with my friend I'm going to call Bane. Going through the woods. Now let me trace back a little. This was in this big forest that stretches for miles with an entrance around the block from where I used to live. I saw and heard all kinds of scary phenomena in that woods. One time I was walking through with band and when you first get into the woods there's a path to the right that's blocked off by a fallen tree. If you go to the left there's a little hill that goes down now there's two paths to go. 
The one on the left leads to a forest with denser trees and the one on the right has the same trees all the way through. If you go to the right there's two more really long paths probably about a 3 or 4 minute walk but you can still see to the end, one on the left and on the right. The time before I heard a baby crying coming from the left. I didn't even get to go deep into the woods this time to be scared out. I thought I was tripping at first I thought it was the tree and my eyes were playing tricks on me. But I squinted my eyes and saw whatever this was was really moving and the reason I thought it was a tree was because I could see through him. It was a man wearing a brown hooded cloak or robe he was transparent walking left to right faster than humanly possible but it would only walk two or three feet before turning around and just doing it repeatedly. I ran out fast as heck lol. Anyways about the Waila, it's a big giant white wolf kinda like the Wendigo. It can shapeshift but the white wolf is the main form. One time I went down the left path and out of nowhere from the right I see a giant white wolf. It jumped out from a bush and made not a single noise but this creature is said to kill. It hopped back into the bush and just disappeared. It didn't even scare me. Whatever this was gave me vibes of good like it was looking out for me or protecting me because I mean it didn't attack me. Except my friend didn't see the same thing I saw. After we had run out he told me he saw a giant white creature standing there on two legs. I told him what I saw and he dismissed it telling me what he saw. So we saw two different things. Was it a Waila or do y'all think it could have been something else? What do y'all think the brown robed man was? I need names for these cryptids or phenomena because I need some kind of explanation. I'm a 62-year-old man who has seen lots of things in my life. My mother and my grandmother were Cree natives. My mother told me one day a story from her grandmother about the Wendigo and how it related to our people. She would always warn me to beware of the Wendigo. I joined the Canadian Armed Forces when I came of age. My folks drove me to the gate to walk into my new life. My mom told me, I am proud of you my son. I'm sure you will do well. Just be careful when you are out in the wild. Watch for the Wendigo. After my basic training, I was sent on a tradesman course and then to my first post. I was assigned to the Special Service Forces in Petawawa, Ontario as a communications specialist since my job included fixing telecommunication equipment. I had a top secret security clearance. We trained hard when I was there and I was ready to go head to head with whatever enemy I would encounter in my missions. One day in December we were transported via helicopter on a mountaintop close to Algonquin Provincial Park for a week of winter warfare courses. During this week of training, we each had to do guard duty at night. On one of those nights at around 2 a.m., I started hearing strange voices down the mountain. That night the temperature was around minus 30 degrees Fahrenheit. At first, I checked to see that everyone was sleeping in their tents. They were all accounted for. I scanned the area to see if I could locate someone. There was nobody there at least no one that I could see with my military issue flashlight. I continued hearing those voices for a while. So I decided to call out to whoever was there. Hello. Who goes there? You're on a Canadian Armed Forces base. Identify yourself. No answer. 
I kept looking for whatever might be there but I was still hearing those voices that sounded Asian. Some came from the right, others from the left. They seemed like they were having some kind of conversation. Since it was a training and learning exercise we had no ammo in our weapons. Not knowing what to expect I did the second best thing I could do. I fixed the bayonet and kept walking around the camp. The voices stopped after a while. I was wondering who in the right mind would hike into the wilderness for at least 20 miles in such miserable weather just to pull up a prank on us. That week they closed down the base two times because it was so cold. Of course, we stayed on a mountaintop. It was part of the training they said. My replacement came after a while and when he showed up the first thing he asked me was what I was doing with the bayonet on my weapon. I didn't want to say I was hearing voices down below us. I told him it was so cold that I decided to do some drill movements to warm myself up. I don't know if he believed me. The next month there was a huge military exercise in Wainwright, Alberta. The entire brigade ended up there. One day I was going on a call with my partner to do a repair on a piece of equipment that was out in the middle of nowhere. We had been driving for about 45 minutes in deep snow and could not find the equipment. I was driving and decided to stop and check our location to find our target. My partner was looking at a topographical map while I was trying to see if I could locate a reference point. On our right, there was a forested area with pine and underbrush. On the left, there was an open field. At about a hundred feet from the tree line at my 10 o'clock position, there was a large white-tailed buck foraging in the snow. The deer was facing us and looking out in our direction. Then, out of nowhere, a huge creature blasted out of the tree line and aimed directly toward the grazing deer. It took less time for the beast to cover the approximate 100 feet of the deer than it took for me to tell my partner to look. The beast grabbed the deer by the head. It was taller than the deer by about two feet. It was reddish-brown in color with very wide shoulders. The head was pointed and was set on the shoulders without a neck. The arms were long and muscled. The legs were like 55-gallon drums and the body was covered with long hair. I wish I had more time to look at it and get more details but everything went so fast. As soon as the beast reached the deer it placed one hand on the top of the deer's head and the other at the back of the neck, then twisted it like it was a rag. Without even stopping it headed back into the woods with the deer over its shoulder. I put the truck in gear and said, let's get out of here. My partner managed to find the trail leading to our destination and we found the equipment. When we made our way back to the bivouac area my sergeant asked me if everything went okay. I told him I don't know what I saw on our way to the other location but it was pretty freaky. He looked at me and said that he didn't want to hear about it, so I kept it to myself and I walked away. As time went on, and as I grew older, I realized that I had witnessed a Sasquatch harvest that deer. I had a nice career in the army. I did some missions and went on several UN peacekeeping missions throughout the world. I saw a lot of strange animals and witnessed many unusual situations. But that beast in Alberta was the one that I will never forget. I live in Pennsylvania, and was doing an amateur paranormal investigation in a small wooded area. There is a large recently built church, in the area. 
I call the area the broken bridge due to having a few bridges around from horse and buggy days. The area is notorious for having high amounts of paranormal activity. Okay main story, about 5 years ago, early summer I was visiting the area with my girlfriend around sunset. We were laying in the grass next to the creek that separates the broken bridge area. Shortly we heard this giant snap. As this tree limb from pretty high up fell to the ground maybe 50 feet away from us. This, figure stood up from the spot it fell and started running extremely fast and far away. The figure, the best way to describe it, was a shadowy humanoid. It was about 5 or 6 feet tall, and had long, skinny limbs, but where a head would normally be, there was none. Basically picture a Slenderman type character, just formed of shadows and headless. That's what I saw years ago. From that day on, I have come to that area at night multiple times without seeing it again. About three nights ago two friends and I were doing an amateur paranormal investigation in the same area. Aside from seeing normal shadow people, with heads and normal limbs, waltzing around the area, some unexplained voices and such, nothing has stuck out and spooked me like what happened. We were standing between a field opening and a few isolated trees. These trees aren't very very large, small enough to be climbed, but not a lot of footing available as we've tried climbing them before. My buddy Matt shinned his flashlight at one of the trees while myself and another friend were looking away. A loud scratching slash clanking noise was heard for a second and Matt quickly became terrified screaming something just climbed that tree, something humanoid climbed that tree, side note the tree was maybe 60 feet or so tall, and the thing was climbing from the very bottom. Spooked we backed away and left the area. Later that night, Matt was obviously spooked, which isn't an easy thing knowing him. Before I let his describe what he saw, I drew out the creature I had seen years ago, and his face becomes pale as he tells me that is exactly what he saw climb the tree. I have no idea what the hell this thing is, nor do I know any similar animals in the area. In central Pennsylvania we'll get the occasional bear, deer, hell even some runaway cows. This humanoid wasn't a bear, neither of us believe it was. Can anyone offer insight? PH a security guard in Salt Lake City, Utah, reported directly to me that on the early morning of August 8, 2010, he was patrolling an area in downtown Salt Lake in an area where there is a target under construction. When around 1.20 am he saw a strange figure walking on all fours with long arms and pale skin, stunned he went looking for his flashlight when he looked back it had vanished. He had been moving his patrol vehicle to the other side of the site and saw the strange creature when he was getting ready to park. He further described the strange figure as having pale grey skin with bumps and it walked on its hands which had to be as long as his legs. Its head was of an abnormal shape and it didn't turn to look at the witness, so he didn't see the face. It didn't appear to have any hair on its body and it had no clothing. He reportedly found strange hand prints where he had seen it but didn't have a cam with him at the time, he didn't hear any noises but later heard noises on the roof as if someone was walking around on the roof. Additional the witness estimated that the creature must have been at least 7 to 8 feet in height, he could make out its spine and rib through its skin but the arms appeared to be muscular. 
Tonight was one of the scariest things I've witnessed and I just don't know how to explain it. It's my second incident with the same thing but this was far scarier than the first. So the first incident I didn't think much about because it was last April Fool's Day when husband and I were driving home from a friend's ranch. Out of the corner of my eye I saw a flash of white as our lights illuminated something by the side of the road in the adjoining field. It looked like a stark white naked man but he was running on hands and feet like an animal, going very fast and parallel to our car but the opposite direction. We both saw it and were creeped out but hell, it's April Fools and we're in the middle of nowhere rural Montana. People get bored and do stupid things and like to take opportunities to spook people. Halloween gets crazy here. So we figured some guy playing a prank. Then tonight happened. I went down the road to where the mailboxes for our street are. It's that rural road delivery setup where you have about 20 mailboxes at the end of the long country road. It's about 200 yards from our house and the moon's out so I figure I'll walk over and check the mail, see if husband picked it up. When I get there I find a neighbor not too far from our front door heading the same way on a walk so we started talking and she accompanies me to the mailboxes. I take a peek in the box, nothing. We continue chatting for a few minutes then suddenly there's barking from several of the neighborhood dogs across from us. One at a time they start furiously snarling and barking, a few of them howling. My neighbor mentions that there must be coyotes roaming around again. Happens all the time, nothing to worry about. Then one of the dogs starts howling in pain, almost screaming kind of. Something's not right and we look at each other thinking the same thing. Time to nope out of there. We start walking back a bit briskly when she turns to glance over her shoulder for a second and stops. I turned around and see it as well. It looked like a rather skinnyish but stone white man, but not a man, on his feet and hands like an animal no hair that I could see. The light from my phone got him in the eyes for a second and they shone for a second like a cat. There was blood down the front of his jaws. It all happened in maybe two seconds? Three? Very fast. Then he bolted after us and we ran as well. My neighbor doesn't chain or fence in her dog as we're animal lovers ourselves and like having the extra protection from him wandering as well. So she starts yelling out the dog's name and he comes running out from his spot between our houses. He must have smelled this thing or heard it coming because he made a beeline past us, growling and snarling like crazy. We reached my husband's woodworking shed first so we hid in there and I locked the doors and windows while she called the cops. All we could do was wait and hide in the shed while she told the cops to come out, hearing her dog barking and attacking whatever the thing was. After a couple minutes she was off the phone and we were hiding behind boxes of stuff away from the windows. I don't know how long we were there before she whispered that the dog isn't barking anymore. He wasn't making any noises at all. A few moments after that we heard crunching from outside. Something started scratching slow and hard against the front door and part of the wall next to it. I'm not too proud to admit that I pissed myself a little bit and had to throw my hands over my mouth to keep from screaming. She was staring at the door not moving so I know I wasn't overreacting or going hysterical for nothing. It seemed like forever but eventually we saw the lights from the cops coming up the long road and the scratching stopped, whatever it was ran off cause we heard the noise of leaves crunching hard and fast away from the door.
She was the brave one with the guts to peek out the window to wave at the cops when they got close enough. When they got near we ran out to the cop cars and told them we saw a something kindman who chased us. She pointed out the direction we had gone and ran back, mentioned the sounds of the dogs in the opposite neighborhood a few yards from the mailboxes. She said how her dog came to help us and we hid in the shed. The cop taking our statement said that someone else had called a few minutes before she did and said there was a wolf or something in their backyard that killed some chickens and their dog and the neighbor down from her saw this thing too. The other cop found my neighbor's dog laying on the ground with what looks like deep claw wounds and he was having trouble breathing. As he was helping to bundle up the dog to let the vet come out to pick him up he mentioned how it looked almost like a bear attack but what we were describing wasn't a bear. So here I'll give a description of both what the neighbor down from the owner of the dead dog described and what we saw. The neighbor said it looked like a stark white naked man, quite tall, wearing the skin of a bear or bison, brown furred and head attached. Blood coming from his mouth and front of his chest, very long arms. She caught him crouching over the dead dog, turned on the back porch light and he stood stunned for a few seconds before running off. What we saw was a pale white man without hair, naked and with long arms. Eyes glowed like a cat for a split second in my flash of light. Reddish glow. Skinny. When he started running after us it wasn't awkward like a guy trying to run on his hands and feet. It was like a person, but not a person, on his hands and feet but very much in control of his movements like an animal. This isn't the first time this kind of thing has happened. It's not the first time I've heard of odd things. Montana is one of those kinds of places where many odd and unexplainable things live and happen. We're mostly a mix of huge forestland, mountains and open plains. Lots of places for things you don't normally expect to seek and hide around here. But it's the first time something odd has come after me in the dark. It's been a couple of hours and I'm still shaking. I called my best friend and she mentioned posting it here because she's heard about some of these Reddit forums from YouTube videos. We're not the only ones seeing things like this and she thought someone here might be able to help figure this whole thing out? Thanks in advance. I bought a cottage on Matagami Lake in June 2000. Matagami Lake is located approximately 90 kilometers south of Timmins, Ontario off Highway 144 toward Sudbury. It's a water access cottage and all the lots in our area are in the 1.5 acre range. We spend all of our summers there ever since then. I also grew up spending all my summers at our family cottage since the age of 5 so I'm no stranger to being surrounded by forest and I'm very familiar with the sounds of nature and wildlife that occupy the area. As kids, we used to wander off into the odd logging roads behind our cottage in the middle of the night with no flashlights and no care in the world. We had never come across anything remotely scary strange or unexplained. Anyway, back to adulthood. One night about 10 years ago my wife and I are out of a cottage on an early spring weekend. I believe this is either late April or early May the only other people around us that weekend were our neighbors two doors down on one side of us and my wife's parents three doors down on the other side of us. I know our neighbors well. They're in the 70s and they never wander around outside after dark nor are my wife's parents. 
It's about 9.15 p.m. and getting dark fairly fast. My wife and I are sitting by the fire behind the cottage facing the woods. The forest behind our cottage is vast for many miles. My wife decided to retire to bed about this time. After she went inside for bed I was sitting there quietly staring at the fire when I heard what sounded like three whacks at a good distance behind the cottage. It's hard to say exactly how far it was because I wasn't sure what I heard. I estimate that it might have been somewhere between half a kilometer to one kilometer straight back based on the trailing echo from the sound. I didn't pay much attention to it but I did notice the sound. I wondered about it for a minute or so. Another 10 to 15 minutes goes by and then I heard it again. The same thing, three whacks. But this time it is considerably closer and louder and there's a lot less echo. I thought maybe a moose was hitting antlers against a tree but at that time of year, they don't have their antlers yet. Besides, the three consistent whacks seemed too well-timed and way too loud for that. I sat there for a good 15 minutes trying to figure out what the noise could be. Then after about 15 minutes, I heard the same three whacks again, but this time it was really close, probably within several hundred feet. I immediately rose up out of my chair. This wasn't making any sense to me. The bush is thick back there and it was pitch black by this time and there was no light to be seen. I'm standing by the fire with only a pen-sized LED flashlight. I could barely see the tree line from the fire. I was concerned and I thought about going to the garage for an axe, but I didn't want to get away from the cottage at this point so I quietly and slowly walked along the deck toward the front of the college. I stopped there for a few minutes and listened for a bit, then slowly walked back again toward the back of the cottage. I stood there listening attentively. After a moment the three whacks came again but now it was probably less than 100 feet away right at the tree line somewhere behind the fire pit. I immediately ran towards the front of the cottage, went in, and locked the door. I made my way to the back bedroom to look out at the fire pit. I peeked my head up the window carefully and expected to see someone or something walking around back there. I saw absolutely nothing. I didn't hear anything. It took me several hours to find sleep that night. My heart was still racing as I tried to figure out what the hell had just happened. Something else happened out there a few years later but I was not alone this time. At least 10 of us were out there that night and we heard a blood-curdling scream from a few hundred yards away. Everyone stopped talking immediately and we all looked at each other wondering what the hell that was. Soon after the same type of scream can be heard way back in the forest as if it was answering the first screen. I scoured the internet listening to all kinds of animal sounds and screams and nothing comes close to what we heard that night. Was it a Bigfoot? We have never seen anything closely resembling a Bigfoot, but I believe that's what we have around us. I live in Evanston, Illinois, just north of Chicago. I was asked by my mother's friend to move some stuff to a storage unit nearby. I had not been working because of pandemic, and the pay was decent, so I went ahead and agreed. It was raining all day off and on, but at times it got so heavy that I couldn't transfer boxes from my car to the unit. So I just get comfortable inside the unit and listen to some music while I wait for the rain to clear up. It's cozy in there, to be honest, and the rain just keeps getting worse. 
It's not very cold out though. I'm just chilling when I start hearing this banging noise from nearby. It sounds like something hitting metal at first. I think that maybe there was a car accident on the nearby highway, North Lincoln Avenue, Highway 41. But then I realized it was coming from the other direction and I really don't want to go outside and get wet. I tell myself that someone probably dropped something, like nothing serious. But I continue hearing various banging noises. I still didn't bother checking. But as it continues I decide to check it out since the rain had let up a bit. I walk outside and turn the corner and see this massive hole in the fence leading to a little wooded area at the North Shore Channel Trail. I see this white thing moving near and under the dumpster by the fence. I'm thinking that it was a large white garbage trash bag, but it just doesn't look right. I'm confused and I'm trying to get like a closer look at the thing. I may be about 100 feet or so away from it and I see something sticking out of it and it's making a clicking sound. I say, hello, who's that? I immediately regret yelling this out. Something big squeezes out from underneath the dumpster. It looks like a pile of fleshy tissue with spike-like protrusions. It stands 4 feet tall, but then it extends up to over 6 feet. It looks like a humanoid spider or other insect but with white flesh. It doesn't have an exoskeleton, just smooth white flesh. The head is weird, kind of insect-like with no mouth that I could see. The eyes were human-like and had a reddish glow. It had long slits along the side of its head. It stood there clicking and watching me. I could sense that it didn't want me there. I was wondering why I was still there and hadn't run off. But I was frozen in place, and terrified. I had heard about the Chicago Mothman and was wondering if this may have been it. But it didn't resemble anything that I had ever heard about. Then I felt a sudden rush of calm come over me and I was able to break the trance I was in. I hauled ass back to the storage unit, locked it up, got into my car, and quickly left. When I looked back in the direction of the creature it was gone. I returned the next day and finished unloading the boxes from the car as fast as I could. This happened in the spring of 2020. I haven't told anyone about this. This is going to be pretty long, so I apologize for that. I'm trying to include as much information as I can. As far as I know, the creature has never tried harming me, but it has oftentimes made me feel unsafe and threatened. As the years have passed, I began paying less mind to it and just putting the feeling in the back of my mind. January 2012, I bought a horse and began boarding it at a very old barn. It was a small, tight-knit, friendly barn community not far from my home. It had been around since the 60s, surrounded by woods. There were three barns, the main arena was entirely surrounded by thick woods, and there were small trails in the woods behind the property. Fast forward to June 2012, I had two horses there now. I was there every single day without fail, 2 p.m. 10 p.m. I fed the horses and cared for them. I rode one every night as well, mainly in the arena, but sometimes in the barnyard. There were no field or arena lights, just the moon and stars. One evening, around 5 p.m., I was sitting on her letting her stand when she started snorting and backing up. I looked up and saw this white or gray creature crawling out of the woods towards us. 
It had a very small round head, its eyes were just pits. It had a very small mouth, not much detail there. Its arms were very long and thin, fingers also like that. Its rib cage was very pronounced and defined, and its legs were long and lanky. Its movements were very jerky, not smooth and fluid. It slowly jerked out to us, when my horse turned and bolted out of the arena. She's a dead broke, calm, well-manners horse who never spooked before this. Stubborn old mare, but not spooky. She would not go back into the arena that night. I walked her around the barnyard, staying near the main barn, put her up, and ran out to peek into the arena, to find nothing except some footprints where I saw the thing. Throughout the summer, I saw it peeking, almost dancing, around the gate that lead into the woods where the trails were. One night roughly a month later, at about 9 p.m., I was riding that horse again in a front pasture. The moon is full and bright, and I look to my left to see the creature running full spread by my side on the other side of the fence, I slowed my horse to a stop and it took off around the corner and behind the side barn into the woods. I continued seeing it, mainly in the woods, but it was always around. Summer 2013, the barn shut down when the owner died. We moved the horses to a friend's place for the time being, and I didn't see it there. Late summer or fall 2013, I found a new barn. Woods directly behind the barn and arena. This place had lights and was much newer. About a month later, when I was getting ready to leave I heard something in the woods, I looked down the barn all into the woods and saw the creature running down the road into the woods. I saw it much less frequently for a while, until later in fall 2014 I began seeing it in the back pastures woods, it darted in and out of the tree line. I saw a second one sitting in a neighbor's yard, it would sit in the same spot every day and watch me ride started taking pictures, which are very poor and crappy, and sent them to a friend who claimed he and some others have seen it. Kept seeing it occasionally, but from a much greater distance than at the first barn. I went with this barn owner to another farm to get some stuff, when I saw a very very large version of this creature run out from the woods, right behind a tree I was 10 feet from, while I was alone by the trailer. Last November, a house sat for the barn owners. I went out around 2 am to fill water troughs and enjoy the full moon and cool night. I was sitting in the back pasture when three of the creatures began coming from the woods, one came up to the trees near the trough where I was, the other two were walking along the tree line. The horses were silently munching their hay, pretty far from where the creatures were. I messaged the guy from earlier and told him what was going on. Since that incident, I haven't really seen them. Last summer, I did see one outside my house staring into the windows. A few weeks ago, one was outside my bedroom windows tapping and making a strange faint shrieking sound. This was a lot to type out, but I hope someone reads this and helps me figure this out some more. I'm very open and willing to discuss more paranormal things that have happened with this, my friends experiences with this, and anything else that could or could not be connected to this thing. This happened in the summer of 2020 in Lawrence County, along Blaine Creek in eastern Kentucky. My mom's home, where I grew up, is situated in the middle of the Appalachian Mountains. There are no houses or neighbors within half a mile of her house. 
The area is simply beautiful mountains. One night her old dog was barking, whimpering, and growling. He just wouldn't stop acting up. My mom was confused since there were no outside noises that she herself could hear. The dog was pacing back and forth to the door and windows. After 30 minutes or so she decided to grab her flashlight and go outside to make sure everything was okay. No animals had been messing with her trash cans, so she figured her dog was picking up the smell of a raccoon or other nocturnal critter. She scanned her yard in the creek and didn't see anything out of place. So she turned to go back into the house and that's when she saw it. I will give the best description that I can from what she told me. I've never seen it myself and hope I never do. She said it was standing on its hind legs. These hind legs look like an animal's but the front looked more human. It had patches of long light colored fur all over the body and legs. The top looked like a humanoid man while the lower part looked like an animal. The face was very odd. She called it an alien ape man. She said that it stood about 7 feet in height and was muscular. She stood paralyzed with fear shining her light on it it looked at her. Then it started walking on all fours out of her yard towards the back and toward the mountain. It did stop and looked back at her a few times but finally disappeared into the darkness. There was another encounter. One night a few weeks later her dog began acting up again. She decides to stay inside. She turned her lights off and looked out of her dining room window. There was a pole light in the yard. She was able to see it again although it was further away from her and not as detailed. She said it had the same shape and was the same thing she saw just weeks earlier. She backed away from the window for a few minutes, then looked out again. It was gone. After that, she would walk out onto the back porch, and fire her shotgun at dusk hoping the creature would heed her warning. It's been over two years now and she still fires the shotgun every early evening. The creature hasn't returned. I was driving home from the night shift at my job in Pinkham Notch, New Hampshire in the White Mountain National Forest. It was a half an hour's drive at around 10.30 p.m. I'm always on alert for moose and bears which can pop onto the road at any time. The night was foggy and wet. Suddenly, about 10 minutes from town, I noticed a movement next to my truck on the driver's side. It was a very large animal running alongside at an angle as though trying to cross Route 16 from left to right. My truck was in the way of its crossing and I swerved to avoid it. It was doing about 50 miles per hour and it kept right up for about a quarter mile. It had a full coat of 6-inch long silvery black and gray hair undulating, thrust its hind legs forward so fast it was a blur, and pushed its long front leg or arms under its body to propel. The head was tucked down in the dark. I maintained my speed and the creature kept right up not tiring at all. Then suddenly the movement turned into a hyper-speed blur and it launched forward in front of my truck and jumped the guardrail near a stony brook to my right. It disappeared. It was not a bear. I have spent a lot of time alone or with others in the mountains of New Hampshire and Maine with many large animal encounters. I never saw anything like this before. It opened my eyes that these Bigfoot beings are around. Now as I hike the deep woods with my dog I notice strange things like uprooted saplings, tree trunks, 
and roots stuck into the ground upside down, carefully arranged identical stones and patterns on the path. I have feelings of not being alone. I quietly sing and deliberately think that I am simply passing through and I have no desire to mingle with or bother others on the trail. I travel with my dog and a loaded 9mm pistol just in case. So far I've been left alone. I bump into hikers on the Appalachian Trail and sometimes give them a ride to town. So far no one has admitted to any encounters, but I always ask if they have noticed anything strange on the trail. It was grayish or white and it happened in Iron River, Michigan, Mineral Hills, where I was born and raised. Also, there was talk of alien abduction in the 70s-80s where I am not discounting this has happened to myself or my family. It was like 11 p.m. or midnight in 1997 or 1998 and it was not a large owl, it was far bigger. We were about to drive down a hill and there it was out of nowhere like it swooped down in front of the car. I want to say from one wing to the end of the next likely 8 to 10 feet wide. We both screamed and it flew into the darkness to our old mining grounds. It's almost like it came from behind us and then swooped in front of our vehicle. All I can say is that it seemed whitish gray and I'm not sure about the legs or feet. All I know is it was like a human-like body, and then a humongous wingspan. Far larger than an owl. It is just like if my husband who is 6 foot 1 would be flying and have a huge wingspan. When asked by the investigator if she had previously had any encounters, the witness stated that she had not. The witness then stated that a friend of hers had reminded her that they had another encounter approximately two weeks after the initial encounter. My friend reminded me there was a second time within weeks of that first encounter. It was flying above our old village hall, again late at night, and immediately flew out of sight. We were almost at her house and she screamed saying, there it is again. Then flew off. Both were very fast encounters we never investigated further. I guess it was the summer of 2010, maybe 2011. A friend and I went to GameStop. It was during the times when video games were important in our lives and we went there for a midnight release. So I guess we picked up the game somewhere around 12 o'clock, a little after. Game stops about 20 minutes from my house in Atala, Alabama. My family owns 180 acres. It's on a road called Ponderosa Road. So we leave from GameStop and we're headed home. We got a night planned of just playing the game, so we're pumped up. So you go through a hollow across the bridge windy road but you're heading upwards to get to our house. We're all on top of that mountain, as we call it, so there's a bit in the road, a single lane road. I'd say it's probably 10 feet wide. Well as we're coming up the hill I don't have my brights on. I mean I could drive that road in the dark. I've done it before when my headlights went out, but I didn't have my brights on. I'm just making my way to the house and we go down a dip in the road and as we go up the next hill I notice something in the middle of the road. I just see something white, almost as wide as you would expect a human. About as wide as a human is. The only way I know to explain it. So I hit my brakes and my light illuminates it. It was a human form but it happened so quickly that I don't know any other way to explain it. It was way taller than a human should be. 
My uncle played professional baseball and he's almost seven feet tall. So is my dad. They're big wide guys and this thing would have made them, you know, look small. I couldn't even see shoulders. It was just like the bottom part of something white and human-like. But the crazy thing was, when we saw it, as soon as I hit the brakes, it all happened so quickly. I can't tell if it had wings and threw its wings out that were larger than 10 feet, how wide the road is, larger than the road is. It literally stretched its body out. I know that sounds crazy, but almost like it was putty, that's what it was more like than wings. It just, like, got extremely wide and then skinny again and shot straight up into the air. I looked at my friend and asked him, hey, man, did you see that? I knew he saw it I just wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy and he said, yeah, I saw it. We just didn't know what to do. I mean it was close to my driveway, so we just pull into the house. I was like, man, what was that? He said, you know, I don't have a clue. It was just really odd. We got into the house made sure we locked the doors and pulled the curtains on the windows. I still don't know to this day what it could have been. I think about it from time to time especially out working late on the railroad. It was, a clear night. I mean, no fog, warm summer night. I don't understand and you know I've brought it up to the guy that was with me since then and he still says, I don't really know and I don't like to talk about it. I didn't really feel scared. It just happened so fast, I didn't know what it was. I still don't know what it was. I just don't know if I'll ever know. I posted this a couple hours ago and someone told me to look into crawlers, if anyone knows if a crawler would target a person or people please tell me. I'm thinking if it is there's something in my area drawing them here. I always have a uneasy and malicious feeling whenever I go to this one line of houses behind some trees that surround me, here's the original post. So I've had a slight problem around my house for a bit over a year, I'm in a southern town in Michigan and I live right next to the woods, my house is less than a meter away from the trees. I'm surrounded by it for nearly a mile on each side if we're not counting the road. Last year in October I was outside with a couple friends at about 11 p.m. at night. We were near a park down the street and suddenly a large black mass comes out of the darkness. It was a dog I figured, but oddly tall, about up to my shoulders for reference I'm 5 feet 6, and stood about 6 feet away, it had a deep bark and we OFC ran. This happened for the next few nights anywhere near the park. The only time I saw its eyes was the last night. They were green and reflected like a lamp, may I add every time this happened it didn't matter if we literally had a light straight on it we couldn't see its features or anything, the park is fairly well lit too. Another odd instance was when my friend and I were on a walk again about 4am in December of 2020, roughly a couple months after, and we had sat down at a mailbox, I had a bad feeling and felt the need to go back fast but my friend needed a break we had been walking for a bit, so we didn't go. Less than two minutes later we hear this human-like scream from all around us, it sounded like it was traveling in a circle getting closer, it had a gurgling and odd tone to it that made me think it wasn't human, either way we ran back. I figured it was coyotes or something so I researched some of the animals calls from near me, none got even close to matching. 
In February of this year my sister was out with a couple others, they had stopped at that same park again to chill for a bit around 2 am, and heard that same high-pitched scream gurgle sound from all around them, and once again, bolted home. Everything was chill for a bit up until early October late September-ish my sister and I went on a walk to get the mail around 9 pm, on our way back I said we should walk faster and she agreed, having a bad feeling as well. We suddenly heard what sounded like a cracking cough from a bird, at an ear bleeding frequency that was so loud, the street light in that area went out for a second as well. I would have told myself it was a bird but the only thing was is that the birds in my area were gone at this point. Literally last week, late October, around 8 pm, I was taking a walk with a friend to watch the sunset, we had walked over to another subdivision a bit away from us and went to the park there after walking for out 45 minutes, my friend was persistent on going so against my better judgment I did. They sat in the gazebo for a moment but I couldn't keep my guard down and it seemed like something was by the trees, I take a closer look and see a creature that's pure white speeding towards us, it was running weird but that's all I could say, it looked like something was rotating on it. Either way we bolted, got home about 30 minutes later. The reason I'm even posting this for help is because it's getting out of hand, about an hour ago early November, 8pm my sister, friend, and I went to go for a walk, I had a rotting pumpkin and my mom told me to go throw it in the woods, we walked to the back to do so and we see a large white figure speeding past us just behind the trees, I want to say it was a deer but it was too large and white to be one. I just need to know what this is, it's been terrorizing me and everyone around me for a while, I've even looked into calling an expert but I don't know what I'd say, help? This story happened about a year ago. Me and my sister went outside while my dad was out with friends. It was pretty dark outside and my sister wanted to practice her color guard. But anyway, my sis went out into the driveway and I was at the door. My dogs were near us but they weren't acting weird at all. Then after a few minutes later we hear a hay that sounded like my dad, but my dad wasn't there. Then out of nowhere my dogs started growling at the backyard. Me and my sister ran inside and closed the door with my dog still outside. Then my dog started barking for a few minutes, then the barking stopped. After about 20 minutes of trying to calm down I let the dogs back in. Ever since then they haven't felt like my dogs. I used to feel okay around them and safe. Now I feel uneasy and scared around them. I don't know what happened that night but something changed. My dogs aren't the same. Last summer, my boyfriend and I were camping in the Washita forest, off the Winona scenic route. We drove through a gorgeous spillway to a creek site where we had set up our camp and were laying in the hammock for the night. Next thing I know our dog is growling this deep growl I'd never heard her make so it caught my attention. I look in the direction she's growling in and I see this weird humanoid? Figure just casually walking in the woods about 10 to 20 feet away from us. It's a light gray, maybe white color, 7-ish feet tall, very skinny, and has an abnormally large head. Our dog barks and catches its attention, it stops for a good 20 seconds, looks at us, then carries on its way. 
Needless to say, we immediately packed everything up and left. We hadn't taken anything recreational that night, though I sort of wish we had now. I don't know what I saw but it scared the s out of me and I'm so curious if we were the only ones to see have ever seen anything like that out there. This was years ago in South Milwaukee. Was a winter day walking my dog. Overcast. I saw a dark creature sprint across the street but it was. Not opaque. Like the edges were smoky. It seemed like it had legs and I saw it sprint across the street and down an alley. It was maybe the size of a medium dog. Definitely seemed like it had four legs, maybe more. I did a double take but couldn't find any trace of it. It was like it blipped into our dimension just for a few seconds, sort of. <laughs> 